Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Growing with Joe podcast, or welcome if you're new. I hope you're all doing amazing, and I hope you did something that makes you feel good today. I actually went on a walk this morning, and I love walking because I just love clearing my head and having time to myself to think and gather my thoughts and get all my stress out. But anyways, while I was on my walk, I was just thinking about how I've been feeling so amazing lately, just really motivated and inspired. I've been feeling really grateful and happy for everything I have and excited for what the future has in store for me and just really content with my life overall. Um, the affirmations are working, you guys. (laughs) This is your sign to start doing affirmations if you haven't already. But I just wanted to share that with you guys as motivation. Two years ago, I was in a horrible place mentally. I did not have my life on track. I was really depressed and I didn't really have any hope for myself and I didn't see myself going that far and living that great of a life. And my life has just done a complete 180 and I've completely turned my life around and achieved so much like I'm actively working towards my dream life and it feels so good so I wanted to share that with you guys if you needed a sign that everything is going to be okay if you're going through a rough patch right now just know that things will get better and they will improve you guys are literally so amazing and I'm so grateful for the audience and the platform that I have to help you guys. So yeah, I just wanted to start this episode off on a positive note and share some good news and inspiration for you guys. But moving on to the weekly affirmation, if you're new to the podcast, every week I share an affirmation to start your day or your week off great on a positive note. So today's affirmation is, I am sure of who I am, I am sure of where I am going, and I have faith in the process of life. And I love that so much. You guys know that this channel is all about self-improvement and growth, and I think this quote is great. If you aren't where you want to be yet, have trust in yourself and the universe that where you are right now is exactly where you are meant to be, and you can always strive for more while still being content with your current self. I believe in you guys, and I think you can achieve anything you put your mind to. So now we're going to move on to the weekly favorites. If you guys are new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about, in the beginning of every episode, I share something that I'm currently loving. It could be a food, product, activity, literally anything. So recently, I've been really obsessed with matcha. I do talk about this later on in the episode, so I'm not going to go super into detail just because I'm going to be talking about it later on, but um, I just cannot stop drinking it. It has so many health benefits. It's super good for you, and I just really like the taste, to be honest. The taste did kind of take me a while to get used to at first just because it tastes kind of grassy. Like I don't know how else to describe it, but... It might take you a while to get used to it if you've never had it before, but if you add other like syrups or other flavorings, it's really good. Um, I've been getting iced matcha lattes at Starbucks and Dunkin'. My order at Starbucks is a venti iced matcha with three pumps of chai and strawberry sweet cream cold foam. If you guys want to try it out, it's really good. 
Ariel on TikTok actually commented on one of my videos and she recommended it and I tried it out and it's so amazing. So shout out to you girl if you're listening to this. But at home, sometimes I mix matcha in with sparkling water. I usually buy those ice waters that you buy in those big packages and they come in different flavors. They come in like orange mango, cherry, lemon lime. It kind of tastes like Sprite and it's really good if you just like put it in like a water bottle and you add ice and you add a little bit of matcha to it. It's really good. Um, so yeah, that is my favorite for the week. I'm going to go into more detail about it later on, but if you haven't tried matcha yet, then you definitely should. I really like it and I really recommend it. But we're going to get into our topic for today. So I am really excited for today's episode. Today I'm going to be talking about daily habits of winners. I think that I have finally perfected my morning routine and I wanted to share it with you guys. And I'm also going to be sharing why I think that having a morning routine is so important for success. A while ago, I did some research on the morning routines of successful people such as David Goggins, Elon Musk, Lori Harvey, Kim K, and I noticed a lot of similarities in their daily routines. They're all very structured. I think that when you're structured and you have a daily routine, that teaches your mind discipline. A few years ago, like I said earlier, I did not have my life together at all. I had no goals. I wasn't focused on myself. I wasn't doing anything to better myself. I was literally going in the opposite direction of where I am now. And I really believe that part of the reason why was because I had no routine and I wasn't disciplined. Every day I would wake up at different times, usually between 11 and noon. I would either skip breakfast or I would eat something really unhealthy. I literally wouldn't start my day until like 2, 3 p.m. because I would just sit on my phone doing nothing and I would stay up ungodly hours of the night and sleep in really late the next day just to repeat it again. And I was tired all the time. I was unmotivated to do anything. I was depressed. And I think part of the reason why is because I'm the kind of person that is happiest when I'm being productive and I'm doing things for myself. I'm taking care of myself. I like to constantly be on the go, keeping myself busy. I actually enjoy doing things like cleaning, doing my laundry, going to the gym, working out, going on walks, and leaving my house, running errands. Some people dread doing stuff like that, but that's what makes me feel good and that's what makes me feel put together. Like I just feel on top of the world and I feel like I can conquer anything when my space is clean, I look put together, I'm organized. It's just a good feeling for me. So I believe that having a morning routine is super important because it keeps you organized, it teaches you self-discipline, and it keeps your days structured. When you have no structure or routine, your life kind of just feels all over the place and chaotic. So now I'm going to be telling you guys my morning routine and daily habits of winners and successful people that I think are important to do yourself. So the first thing that I do every day and I think is crucial is waking up at the same exact time no matter what, even if it's the weekend. 
and wake up as early as you possibly can. Like I said before, in my past, I would stay up super late. I would go to bed whenever I felt like it, and I would just wake up whenever. And I feel like going to bed at the same time every night and waking up at the same time every morning literally sets the tone for your entire day. If you're going to bed at different times every night and waking up at different times every morning, your body is going to be completely thrown off. That's why some days, even if you slept eight hours or more, you're still exhausted. I know that's happened to me before in the past. I'd be like, I literally slept like nine or 10 hours. I don't know why I still feel tired and exhausted, but that's why. It's because you're not giving your body a routine to follow. This is your fun fact of the day, but if you didn't know, your body literally has an internal clock. It's called the circadian rhythm. I'm going to read the definition off of Google if you guys don't know what it is, but it is a natural internal process that regulates the sleep-wake cycle and repeats every 24 hours. So if you're not allowing your body to follow a regular sleep cycle, you are going to be exhausted and thrown off all the time. Some people wake up at 4 a.m. every single morning, and that might seem really difficult to do for someone else, maybe like you, if you don't do that, that you might be thinking, wow, that's really hard, I can't do that. But once you start doing it regularly and following a routine, your body will naturally wake up at that time. I know my mom, for example, she works a nine to five, well, actually more like a seven to three (laughs) job, but she wakes up for work at 6 a.m. every single morning and she goes to sleep around 9 p.m. And even on the weekends, she wakes up at 6 a.m. without an alarm because her body is just used to doing that for so long. She naturally wakes up that early all the time. So it might seem really hard at first to get yourself in that routine of waking up earlier. I believe it takes about four months for your circadian rhythm to start fully kicking in, but you will feel more rested, energized, and just ready to take on the day once you do. So I go to sleep around 12 a.m. and I wake up at 8 a.m. every morning. You guys might be thinking that 12 is really late to go to sleep, but I actually work pretty late. My shifts are always later in the evening because I have college during the day. So I normally don't get home from work until like 10 p.m. And then by the time I eat and shower and do my whole night routine, it's midnight. Obviously, you can go to bed earlier and wake up earlier than me if you want to. But that's just what works for me currently in my situation. We all have different work and school schedules. But once I'm out of college, I plan to go to bed earlier and wake up earlier. But I think it's important to wake up as early as you possibly can so that you can enjoy the sunlight as long as possible. If you wake up at noon or 2 p.m. every day, especially in the winter, it gets dark at like 5. So that means you're only getting 3 to 5 hours of sunlight, which can be really depressing. So I like to enjoy the day while it's light out and take advantage of that as much as I possibly can. But yeah, I wake up at 8 a.m. every single day, and the first thing that I do after that is work out immediately before I check my phone, before I make my bed, before I do anything else, I work out. And the reason that I do this is to get my body moving. When I'm active, I feel so good. I feel like my day is a million times better after I work out. When you exercise, your body releases endorphins, which is literally a happy chemical if you didn't know. So that triggers a positive feeling in the body. So if you struggle with depression, exercise can definitely help you with that. But 
Normally, I will do some form of meditation first. I've been loving Meditation Mountain right here on Spotify. It's guided meditation that is normally only like 10 minutes long, so it doesn't take too long. But then after that, I will do an actual workout. I like doing Pilates a lot. I don't go to classes yet, but I've been really wanting to. So for now, I usually follow YouTube videos in my workout room, or I will do a Peloton spin class or use my rowing machine. If it's nice enough outside, I will walk my dog or I'll just go on a walk by myself. But since it is February and I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, I haven't been able to do that as much. But in the spring and the summer, I will more often, definitely. This is why I won't shut up about wanting to move to Miami because <laughs> I would be able to do that all the time if I lived there because it's always nice there. But anyways, I really like getting outside and getting that fresh air. And I just really like cardio a lot because it gets my heart rate up, it gets the blood pumping, and it makes me feel good. And I stressed this in a previous episode, but I think it's really important to actually start your morning before you check social media, before you watch the news, and just overload your brain with other things. I feel like that causes a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, and that can set a negative tone for your day. I've found that I feel so much more peace and less stress when my mornings are unplugged and I'm just doing what I want to do. Like, when I check my phone, sometimes I'll see something that will upset me and I don't want that to be the first thing that I see in the morning. And I feel like when you don't go on your phone first thing in the AM, you're putting yourself first. You don't feel the pressure of texting people back, responding to emails and all of that. So yeah, my second step in the morning is to exercise and get your body moving before checking your phone. So after I exercise, I will make sure to eat a balanced breakfast. I want to eat something that's good for me. I want to eat something that has lots of vitamins, nutrients. It's going to make me feel good. I like to think of food as fuel. I don't want to eat like processed crap first thing in the morning that's going to make me feel tired. It's going to make me feel bloated. I'm going to feel crappy. I want to eat food that's going to make me feel good and ready to take on the day. So some things that I've been currently loving are oatmeal, avocado toast with egg, omelets, smoothies, yogurt bowls, and matcha. Matcha has so many benefits, you guys. I never knew how good it was for you until recently. But some benefits of matcha tea are that it's high in antioxidants, it improves cardiovascular health, it has cancer-fighting effects, and it can also aid in weight loss if you're trying to lose weight. So you guys need to start drinking matcha if you don't already. Also, I forgot to mention that it has caffeine as well, so it will wake you up in the mornings, but it's also really good for you as well. So I will usually make iced matcha lattes with vanilla. I've been wanting to add strawberry and mango to them as well. I've been seeing a bunch of cool recipes on my TikTok for you page that I want to try out. And like I said earlier, I will sometimes make sparkling water with matcha in it if I'm not in the mood for like a latte or if I don't have time to make a really extravagant drink like that. But yeah, I've been obsessing over matcha. Um, oatmeal is great for you too. It has antioxidants as well. It reduces blood sugar. It has vitamins and minerals and improves cholesterol levels. I like to add fruit to it as well. Sometimes I'll add either a banana, strawberries, or blueberries to it. I'll put honey in there. Honey is super good for you and it has antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals as well. 
Um, what else did I say? I ate avocado toast. Yes. Avocados are nutrient rich. They're good for the heart. They're good for vision and digestion. And it's a natural detoxification. They also taste really good with everything bagel seasoning on top. <laughs> Just by the way, I always get mine from Trader Joe's. I like it like that. And I always add a sunny side egg on the top. It is so good with like the yolk on top. I'm obsessed with eating my toast like that. I don't know something about it just hits, but <laughs> they're really good like that. Eggs also have so many benefits. They're literally a superfood and they fill you up because they have lots of protein and nutrients. When I make my omelets, I like to add cheese sometimes, onions, tomatoes, and spinach. Spinach improves eye health. It can prevent cancer and reduce blood pressure levels. Um, I also like smoothies a lot. They're super filling. They can boost your immune system and they have lots of vitamins and minerals as well. All of these have like vitamins and minerals. I don't know why I keep repeating the same thing, <laughs> but yogurt bowls I also love. They're super good for you and your immune system. I know some people are a little iffy about dairy, but personally, I don't believe in cutting out any food groups. I think dairy can be good for you if you eat it in moderation and if you're eating like the right brands and the right things but yeah I could go on all day about what I eat I don't want that to take up the entire episode though so let me know if you guys want me to make an entire episode on what I eat in a day I think that would be fun but yeah I think it's really important to start your day off by eating a healthy balanced meal because that's what kickstarts your metabolism and provides fuel for your body and your brain um Lena Beal, I might be pronouncing her name wrong, but she's a therapeutic dietitian. She said that research has shown a positive link between breakfast and mental alertness and physical performance. So think of food as fuel. It's fueling your body for the day. If you put bad gas in your car, it isn't going to run as well, right? Just like if you're putting bad, overly processed food in your body, you aren't going to feel as great and operate as well. And I'm not saying to restrict yourself in any way and completely cut out junk food altogether. I'm just saying to make more conscious decisions of what you're putting into your body. I know that when I eat a lot cleaner, I feel a lot better. Um, processed food always makes me feel really just tired, bloated, and not great in general. I've noticed that when I eat a lot of processed junk food, I break out very bad as well. Like my skin kind of just like freaks out, especially when I'm eating greasy food like pizza, fries, hamburgers, stuff like that. Your diet does have an effect on your acne. So if you're eating a lot of fatty acids, that's actually linked to inflammation and acne. I know that I've noticed a big difference in my skin when I started eating cleaner and drinking more water. So I just wanted to throw that out there as well. Um, your diet affects a lot of things. It affects your performance. It affects your mental alertness. It also affects your skin. So try to make sure that you're eating as many healthy, balanced meals as you possibly can. But while I'm eating breakfast, I will normally watch a YouTube video on my TV. I still don't check my phone in the mornings until later on, but I love watching motivational YouTube videos while I'm eating because I feel like I can just take on anything when I do. My days feel so positive and amazing when I do this, but I've been loving Haley Gamba, Brenny Lee, and Alicia Gogan on YouTube. 
You guys need to watch them. I'm obsessed with all of them. I will have all of their channels linked below because we don't gatekeep over here. But whenever I watch them, I just feel like such a girl boss and I feel like such a put together queen. But there's just something about getting up, working out, eating a great breakfast and listening to a motivational video. It's chef's kiss. I don't know how to explain it. But yeah, I'm just like, you really are that girl. Like when you act like that girl, you have the routine of that girl, you really become her just by embodying it and doing it yourself. So I just love incorporating that into my morning routine. But after I'm done eating, I will do the dishes. I will not let them sit there because I literally just won't end up doing it. I have this really bad habit of procrastination. So to fix that, I force myself to do things immediately because I know that if I don't, I won't do them at all. I forgot to mention this earlier, but another reason that I work out first thing in the morning is because if I don't, I will just like push it off all day and I won't do it at all. And it'll just be on my mind all day long. So I like to just get things out of the way and get them done. That's how I operate. So yeah, anyways, I will do the dishes from breakfast and then I will clean my room and clean my space. I am super big on having a tidy space. I do not like having a messy area. You guys have probably heard the saying that your room is a reflection of your mind and that is so true. When I have a messy space, I feel so unorganized, I feel stressed, and I feel like I can't operate properly because it's always in the back of my mind that I need to clean. So I will always make my bed. Please make your bed, guys. I know it's such a small thing, but it literally makes your room look 10 times cleaner, and I feel like it forces you to be more productive. Like, when my bed isn't made, I want to just lay in it and get under the covers and do nothing and just, like, scroll on my phone. But when my bed is made, it kind of forces me to not do that and be productive. I always make my bed and I will pick up the laundry on the floor and do it. And I will organize things because I just hate having a messy space. I feel way better and more put together when my room is clean. And who wants to come home to a messy space? That's like the worst feeling ever when you have like a super long day at work or school or something and you come home and you just see... The first thing you see is like your apartment or your house, just like a complete mess, like laundry all over the place, di like dirty dishes in the sink and everything out of place. It's just so annoying. Like I hate coming home to that. So I like having my space clean. I feel like I can operate so much better. It's not something that's in the back of my mind that I need to do. And I don't know, like just something about like having a clean room, having it like smell nice and like everything be in its place like my mind just feels so much more clear <laughs> like I feel like I can operate better I don't know how to how to describe it I don't know like the psychology behind it but that's just like how I feel when I have a clean room and when I have a clean space to work in I feel like I can work so much better like that but after I'm done cleaning I will actually get ready for the day even if I'm going nowhere um, I will normally shower, of course, brush my teeth, put on deodorant and all of that. And then I will put on an actual outfit and shoes, even if I'm staying at home. I have shoes that I specifically wear only around the house. I don't really wear outside shoes around the house. But before, 
when I would just stay at home, like I didn't have any plans for the day. I wasn't, I didn't have work or school. I was off. I had this bad habit of not actually getting ready. Like I would just wear my pajamas all day. I wouldn't brush my hair and it made me not want to do anything. I would tell myself, oh, nobody's going to see me. So why does it matter? Why should I care what I look like? But then I would just end up sitting on the couch all day, scrolling on my phone, doing nothing productive or like watching TV literally all day long. Wow. As I'm talking, I'm realizing how bad my procrastination habit is. <laughs> I really hope I'm not the only one like this. But anyways, I just feel like when I put on a real outfit and I look cute, even at home, I feel more motivated to be productive. Does that make sense? Like, you know, the saying, when you look good, you feel good. Um, and for example, like when you have cute workout clothes, that makes you want to work out more. Or when you have a cute robe or pajama set that motivates you to do your skincare and have a self-care night. The same goes for when I wear cute outfits at home. I just want to do more around the house and I want to be productive instead of laying around in my pajamas all day long, even if I'm not planning on going anywhere. And I'm not saying that you have to wear a full face of makeup at home or have your hair styled and wear this like business casual outfit in your living room if you aren't going anywhere. But <laughs> what I am saying is to actually shower, get dressed and get ready. Maybe wear your hair in like a slick back bun if it's dirty or put it in a braid if you don't feel like styling it and putting that much effort into it. That's what I do when I'm not ready to wash it yet or I don't feel like putting heat on it. Um, you could buy cute loungewear sets to wear around your house. I love wearing like cute track suits or athletic wear around the house. They're simple, but they're cute and they're comfortable. And if I'm staying at home, I don't do my makeup because I like to give my skin a break, but I will do like my whole skincare routine and I'll like slug my face and do all that. But just make sure that your hygiene is taken care of. Even if you're staying at home and no one is going to see you, it's still important to take care of yourself and show up for yourself, even if no one around is watching. It's still important to brush your teeth, practice skincare, brush your hair, and change into clean clothes. That's teaching your mind discipline to show up for you and take care of you. And while I'm getting ready for the day, I always listen to a podcast in the background. I usually connect my phone to my speaker and I play one on Spotify while I'm doing my makeup or while I'm cleaning or getting dressed. I am so big on self-improvement, self-growth and learning and I always want to expand the way I think and be more open-minded. So I just love listening to other people, their advice and the way they think and what they have to say. You can always learn something new just by listening to other people. And listening to podcasts truly changed the way that I view life and the way I think. So I think that listening to them every single day is really important. They can be very informational and they can help you as a person a lot. So some podcasts that I really like are the Tony Robbins podcast. I love the Glow Up Secrets podcast the Gary V Audio Experience podcast, and the 8020 podcast. All of them have amazing content, and if you like my podcast, they're very similar to mine. They're all about self-help, self-improvement, and becoming successful. So you guys should definitely check them out and start listening to more podcasts more often if you haven't already. But I think that filling your mind with positive content is so incredibly important. 
success and happiness are like 80% psychology in my opinion and you will notice a difference in the way you think and feel when you only start listening to positive content. Pay attention to what music you're listening to. If you listen to music while you're getting ready or while you're driving to work or school, pay attention to the lyrics and the song's meaning. Are you listening to depressing songs about explicit content? I don't want to go too much into detail because this podcast isn't explicit and I don't want to be demonetized. But when you listen to that music, is it making you feel good or feel bad? If you're on TikTok, is your whole For You page sad and depressing content that's making you also feel sad and depressed? Pay attention to that and what you're watching every single day. That has a much bigger effect on you than you think. I watched a podcast with David Goggins as a guest, and he says that he doesn't check his phone in the morning. The first thing he does is go on a run to sit with himself and think. He said that the second you open your phone, you're letting in poison and cancer. And when I first heard that, I was like, wow, he's right. Then I really started paying attention to the things that I was consuming every day through music, social media, and television. And I stopped liking and interacting with the depressing videos on my For You page, and my whole algorithm changed. It's actually sick how the algorithm targets people. You like one sad video, and all of a sudden, your whole feed is depressing videos. One after another, like, to keep you sad. It's disgusting. So... I stopped interacting with those videos and I only started interacting with the videos that aligned with me and I started actually paying attention to what I was engaging with. And now my For You page is pretty much only motivational content. I'm on gym talk here and there and I get fashion and lifestyle videos in my feed. And when I get on social media now, I feel inspired rather than depressed and upset with my life and going down this never-ending rabbit hole. I could make an entire episode on this. I don't want this to take up the whole episode, but this is the reason why I do not check my phone first thing in the morning. I actually start my day, and the only content that I consume while I'm getting ready is motivational podcasts or YouTube videos. So please, be more mindful of what you're consuming And make sure that you are filling your mind with positive, optimistic content that inspires you to take on the day ahead. So like I said, I really recommend listening to helpful podcasts or YouTube videos while you're getting ready. Another thing that I forgot to mention is that I do drink a gallon of water every single day. I used to be so bad at drinking water. Like I would have one bottle a day if even. And that's so bad for you. (laughs) And I think this was another reason why I was so tired and drained all the time. It was because I was always dehydrated. So I made it a priority to start drinking a gallon of water a day. And I feel so much better now. If this is something that you don't do already, then I think you definitely should. You can get one of those gallon water bottles off of Amazon so that you can keep track of how much you've drank through the day. I also like drinking sparkling water when I get tired of drinking regular water. I like the ice brand specifically. They have different vitamins and minerals in them too. No, this is not sponsored. I just really like them. And I also use the app called My Water to keep track of how much water I drink throughout the day as well. 
It's free on the App Store if you want to get it for yourself. But yes, drinking enough water every day is crucial for your health. So anyways, once I'm done getting ready for the day, if I'm not staying at home that day, I either have school, work, or I'm running errands, and that usually takes up the majority of my day. But once I get home, I eat dinner, and I do my skincare routine, my night routine, and I have some downtime on my hands. And usually during my downtime, I'm either posting TikToks or like batching content. I'm trying to be more active on my TikTok and post at least once a day. If you guys want to follow me there, I will have it linked in the show notes. That's been one of my goals recently. Or I will do some homework or draft out my podcast episode for the week. And then before I go to bed, I like to journal and read. I used to go on my phone right before bed and I do not do that anymore. Like I would just be on my phone scrolling for hours and I would stay up way too late. And the blue light in your phone actually keeps you up. It suppresses melatonin and it makes it a lot harder for you to fall asleep. So I like to write in my journal and plan out the next day and what I want to get done. That helps me stay organized. And then I read at least 10 pages a day before I go to bed. Um, Currently, I'm reading The 48 Laws of Power. I'm almost done with it, but I like to educate myself and I think that reading also relaxes me. Whereas when I'm on my phone, I'm tempted to stay up later and I feel more stressed and anxious. So I would highly recommend reading every day before bed. I like nonfiction, which is pretty much the only genre that I read. But whatever floats your boat and whatever you enjoy reading. Personally, I think it's better than going on your phone and watching a bunch of pointless stuff that you aren't even going to remember the next day or even within the next hour. Um, You're educating yourself and you're relaxing your mind. So that is my daily routine. Obviously, after that, I will go to bed. But I actually did some research on some celebrities that I look up to and their morning routines. And I wanted to share them with you and see if you notice any similarities between all of their morning routines together. So starting off with David Goggins, he's a retired Navy SEAL ultramarathon runner public speaker and an author, if you don't know who he is. He gets up at 5 a.m. every single morning, goes on a 10 to 15 mile run. He eats breakfast, hits the gym for an hour, meditates for two hours, and comes home and cycles on a stationary bike. That is literally insane. Oh my god. Lori Harvey, If you don't know who she is, she's an American model, entrepreneur, and business owner. She wakes up at 8 a.m., Thanks God for another day. She works out, showers, and starts her day. Kim Kardashian. She's a businesswoman, entrepreneur, and a future lawyer. She wakes up at 6 a.m. every single day for a workout. She works out for about an hour, gets ready for the day, and gets to work. So, did you notice any similarities between all of them? They're all pretty much the same. Notice how they all get up at the same exact time every single day. They all work out and get their body moving in the morning. They get their thoughts together and then they get ready for the day and they get to work. They're all incredibly successful and I truly believe that having a morning routine is part of the reason why. I found an article written by Stephen Pareto. I apologize if I'm saying his last name wrong, but it's called Five Reasons Why Morning Routines Are So Important. And I wanted to read you guys what he said. He said that the first reason is... 
Morning routines start your day with intention. A morning routine sets the tone for the day. It allows you to go into your day consciously. If you start your day with mindfulness, the rest of your day will be infused with mindfulness. And I totally agree with that. When I was waking up every morning at different times, sitting on my phone for hours, not starting my day till 2 p.m., I had no mindfulness. I had no intention or goals for the day, and this was blocking my success. But when I did start having a morning routine, I had an intention. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew what I had to get done, and I did that first thing in the morning. The second reason he said is that morning routines reduce distraction. Without a routine, you fall into distraction as soon as you wake up. If this is the first thing you wake up to, you're going into your day in a state of imbalance, and then it becomes infinitely harder to find balance during the day, which I agree with as well. What do most people do when they wake up first thing in the morning? They turn off the alarm on their phone, and then they scroll. They're checking Instagram, they're checking people's stories, they're responding to texts, they're responding to emails. That is a distraction. When you check your phone, you are distracted from real life. Instead of waking up and starting your day focusing on yourself, you're focused on everyone but yourself. You're more worried about whether so-and-so Snapchatted you back. You're more worried about answering other people's emails and texts. You're more worried about checking other people's stories and seeing what they're up to. So try to avoid going on your phone and just focus on yourself and getting your day started in the mornings. And I know this can be really hard to quit because I used to do this also. But one thing that helps me is getting an actual alarm clock to wake me up instead of my phone alarm. And I set my phone across the room before I go to bed. So this makes it less tempting to stay on my phone in the mornings. And I actually just have to like get up and start my day. The third reason Pareto wrote as to why it's important to have a morning routine is that morning routines help you focus. He said, reduce distraction naturally leads to focus. Mindfulness naturally leads to focus. Get clear in the mornings and you will cultivate focus needed to accomplish anything your heart desires. This one kind of relates to the last one, so I'm not really going to elaborate on that because I'm just going to be repeating what I said before, <laughs> but... The fourth reason he said is morning routines allow you to check in with yourself. Morning routines give you awareness of your mental, emotional, and physical state. This daily check-in allows you to be way more in tune with yourself and spot any disharmony from a mile away. And I really agree with this one. I feel like when I was using social media in the mornings and I didn't have a routine, I was using my phone to distract me from my real life problems. And when I forced myself to step away from that and sit with myself while I'm working out or while I'm getting ready and just being with my own thoughts, I healed a lot. Silence and sitting with yourself, facing your difficulties is something that a lot of people don't do. A lot of people use some form of distraction to suppress whatever they're feeling. So I think this is a big one. I think it's really important to be in tune with your emotions and having a morning routine unplugged will definitely help you with that. And the fifth reason he wrote why morning routines are important is because they build momentum. He said, once you have momentum, it's actually harder to stop than to keep going. And that's right. Like once you start participating in a morning routine, it's not going to be a habit for you at first. It's going to be hard and you're not going to want to do it. But once you make it a habit, I believe it takes 21 days to form a habit. I could be wrong, but 
it's going to be easy. You're going to want to do it. That's why when I said that on days where I don't have a routine, I feel so out of whack. Like I feel like my life is chaotic when I don't have a routine. I feel like my day is unorganized and I'm not used to that anymore. So for me now, it's harder to not have a routine than it is to actually have one. It's so funny because when I was drafting out this episode, I took a break and this TikTok came on my For You page and I thought it was so ironic. It said, they looked at the most successful men and women in the world and they found that they had seven to eight things in common. And one of the things that they all had in common was a routine. They are obsessed with their routine. So there you have it. It is scientifically proven that people that have a morning routine are usually the most successful. So if you are feeling lost, you feel like you have no direction or control in life, start with a morning routine. And when you sit with your thoughts in the morning, you start every day with a clean, fresh slate and a clear mind, everything else will fall into place. Having a morning routine was one of the best habits that I formed, and I have noticed a huge improvement in my life in a very short amount of time. I truly think that this works, and I would not be telling you guys to do this if I didn't notice a difference for myself and if I didn't think it helped myself. But that is all I have for today's episode. I really hope you guys liked this one and I hope that it was helpful for you in some way. I want your homework after you guys listen to this to be writing down your morning routine that you plan to do starting tomorrow that works best for you. And it doesn't have to be anything super crazy. I'm not telling you guys to get up at 3 a.m. and run 10 miles and start a six-figure business by 8 a.m., but I want you guys to have some sort of structure for your days. But yeah, if you guys liked today's episode, I would appreciate it so much if you followed the podcast, left a rating, and turned on the notification bell so that you guys know when I post next. Also, if you want to follow me on my socials, I will have them linked in the show notes below. I think next week's episode, I want to do a Q&A. So please feel free to DM me and ask any questions that you want me to answer in the next episode. I've been getting quite a few from you guys. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I will see you guys next week. Bye.